It's so good to have you all on here today, and uh, we know that the word today is going to be really powerful. It's really cool because um, the Holy Spirit has been very involved. I mean, He always is, but it's been cool watching Him weave together the word today because mm-hmm. He's been speaking to me about things, speaking to Buddy about things. So, mm-hmm. without further ado, we can just kind of hop right into the word if you're ready. Without, without further without ado. Without further ado, yes. What does that even mean? I what is no ado? I have no idea. No more ados, guys. No we're jumping in. No more. Yes. So what we're talking today about is uh, pressing forward to your triumph. So it, it's kind of a simple concept, but um, this morning while I was praying and spending time with the Lord, something that he was showing to me that I need to meditate on. So this isn't like a, hey, guys, this is like you need to fix this. This is mm-hmm. literally like he's been showing me that, I need to grow in this area and, yep. and, and just kind of loving on me this morning stuff. But what he showed me is, um, let's go to 2 Corinthians uh, 2.14. You have it yep. right there? Okay, if you want to read I f- it. I figured that's where we were going to start, yes. so I just yes. jumped there. 2 Corinthians 2.14, and you can put that in the comments. Yes. Um, but thanks be to God who always leads us in triumph in Christ and manifests through us the sweet aroma of the knowledge of him in every place. Yeah, and there there are so many scriptures, and we may uh, go on to some of the mm. other ones. Yeah. But something that he was showing me, it's very simple, but it's really important, is he can't lead us in triumph if we don't move forward. Yeah. So what I've done in the is a lot in the past, mm-hmm. and he was showing me I need to fix this, I need to alter this, just tweak this a little bit, is I've stayed in the past, and I've yeah. stayed even... Um, I've, my soul has gotten caught up in the past and everything and Mm -hmm. it has expected the future to be like the past has been, but he has so much in store for us, so Mm -hmm. much good for us. But we literally, if our, if our soul, like if our, uh, conscious decision is not to keep moving forward and Mm -hmm. follow his spirit, then He can't lead us in triumph mm-hmm. because we're not being led to it. We're not walking. We're not going. We're not being leadable. We're not being leadable if we stay yeah. in the if we stay in the past, yeah. stay in the moment. Well, well, you've probably heard like the phrase like you can't steer a car that's not moving. You know, yeah. like you can turn the wheel and you can do all those things, but it's not really going to go in any direction whatsoever if the car's not yeah. moving. Like the the car needs to be in motion for for you to be able to steer it. Same thing with the ship. If it's not moving, there's really no point of turning the handle yeah. because it's not going to go anywhere. And if the Lord's trying to lead us somewhere, but we're standing still, like he like He can turn the wheel, but nothing's going to happen because we're yeah. not in motion. We need to be in motion yeah. for him to lead us. I'm going to uh, look up the verse, um, Proverbs uh, 4.18 and then Proverbs 4.25. Basically, it, there are so many verses that talk about how he wants to move. He wants mm. to lead us forward. He wants yeah. to move us, move us to to triumph to these yeah. great things. Mm-hmm. And he's speaking to us in his word about it. So yeah. if you want to read eighteen and then also yep. twenty five, uh, Proverbs four eighteen. But the path of the righteous is like the light of dawn that shines brighter and brighter until the full day. And verse 25, let your eyes look directly ahead and yeah. let your gaze be fixed straight in front of you. Yeah. 
Um, and then uh, Luke 9, 62. There are so many verses, and these are, I'm personally, this is what I'm meditating on. So if I were you, I would also, if you're connected to this ministry, and this is the thing, this is what's cool, what I've been able to see this morning, is the Holy Spirit is collectively speaking this to us right now. Like, mm -hmm. for those of us who are in Boomerang, for those of us who are uh, connected to what's right, he has this word, I believe, coming up to all of us. And um, so Luke 9, 62. So my point is, make sure you're meditating on these. Think about these. Like, yeah. uh, look them up and, and study them. Yeah. Did you find it yet? No. I'm using the good old Bible. I've been using my, I've always used my phone a lot for scripture, but recently I've been going back to the physical word more. So. Good to put, set your eyes on it. Yeah. Okay. I found it. I got it, guys. Good job. Okay. It, Luke 9, 62. You can put that in the comments. But Jesus said to him, no one after putting his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of mm -hmm. God. And what's cool about this is recently yeah. we learned through righteousness that the kingdom of God is not just talking about heaven. What he's talking about right now, which we believe through context of what we've learned recently on a broadcast the other day, is when he's saying, is no one putting, after putting his hand to the plow and looking back is fit for the kingdom of God. He's saying the benefits of righteousness. Mm -hmm. So you're not going to receive the benefits of righteousness, of the kingdom of God, of what is at hand, yeah. if we're looking back, it's not just like a condemning verse like, hey, if you don't stop looking back, you're not going to make it for heaven. You're going to go to hell. No, what he's saying here, what I believe he's saying to the ministry right now, is he has so many things in the kingdom of God for us that we haven't seen yet. Yeah. And part of that is because we need to stop looking back to what has been and yeah. stop expecting our past to be what our future is. Yeah, yeah. Well, the, another passage uh, that came to me is Philippians uh, chapter 3. I don't know if you, you had that um, if I, and if I'm getting ahead of myself. But Philippians chapter no, 3, verse 12, uh, Paul, sa Paul says, Not that I have already obtained it or have already become perfect, but I press on yeah. so that I may lay hold of of that which also uh, I was laid a hold of by Christ Jesus. I think I read that weird, but I press <laughs> on so that I yeah. may lay hold of that for which I also I was I was laid hold of by Christ yeah. Jesus. He's saying I'm I'm pressing on so that I can take a hold of what he basically of what he has ahead of me. And he yeah. says this, brethren, I do not regard myself as having laid hold of it yet, but one thing I do. So he's saying. He, he's basically saying, like, I'm, I'm pressing on to, to take a hold of something that God yeah. has before me. And there's one thing that I'm going to do to ensure that, I, that I'm able to do it. He says, one thing I do, forgetting what lies behind yeah. and reaching forward to what lies ahead. I press on toward the call for yeah. the prize of the upward <clears throat> call of God in Christ Jesus. So, so he's saying... If I want to lay a hold of what God has ahead of me, I have to forget about what happened yeah. behind me. Like, I shouldn't be looking in the past. I shouldn't be looking at how things were or the failures that I've had in the past or the, or the, the, the times when it seemed like, well, I, you know, there's been a lot of times that I tried to overcome, but I didn't. So yeah. that must be the way that it's, it's going to be. Yeah. Or like, I was believing for things to work out and they didn't. So I guess that's how it's going to be. No, we need to forget about those things. Even even the triumphs in the past, God has something new in the ahead of us. Yeah. So if we're always looking at the well, you know, in the 
in you know the 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 good old years, you know the good old days. Like we need to stop looking behind, and because yeah. God is all the passage we just read in Proverbs. You know the path of the righteous is like the morning sun; it gets brighter and brighter. Yeah. So so God has so, the the best days aren't behind me. The best days are yet to come. Like God's yeah. best for me is in my is. is is ahead of me. God's best for me is even right here, right now. Like, like I can walk in God's best today. Yeah. I, but I have to forget what's going on behind me. I have to forget about all those things that happened in my past. And I need to allow God to, to help me fix my eyes on what's ahead. Yeah. Yeah. The, uh, it goes right with this other verse. It's, it's, it's so funny. It's Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. So you can put that in the comments. And if you miss me, Isaiah 43, 18 through 19. It says, Do not call to mind the former things or ponder things of the past. Behold, I will do something new. Now it will spring forth. Will you not be aware of it? I will even make a roadway in the wilderness, rivers in the desert. So what that's saying, he's saying, where it's been a wilderness, I'll make rivers in the desert. So what has been hard before, Mm -hmm. he'll make easy. Where there has not been a way, Mm -hmm. he'll make a way. But we have to look forward. We have to see. It says, behold, I will do something new. So this goes beyond something that comes up so often is it goes beyond our comprehension. It goes beyond our natural understanding. Mm -hmm. If it's something new, that that naturally means we haven't seen it. So yeah. if we think, okay, uh, let me think of something new God might do. Like, yeah. no, it, I mean, it may, it may have similarities, but the, this whole point is we can't base the past mm-hmm. on the future. It's something brand new that we haven't even seen before. So yeah. like you were talking about, um, you mentioned like if something's been a struggle or something. Like um, I know a lot of us right now are growing. Yeah. And if you're at Boomerang, you're growing. Mm-hmm. And sometimes there can be those, uh, like we talked about it the other day, there can be those new muscles that feel kind of sore as you're, yep. as you're using them and everything. Mm-hmm. But as we're growing, we're going to see new things. Mm-hmm. And um, we can't think, okay, I've struggled with this for, like I'm 27. I could say I've struggled with something for 27 years or maybe, mm-hmm. maybe let's take it. Okay, like a real example, legitimate real example is I have like probably for 18 years since I was just a kid, I had a fear of being tired. And I know that's kind of weird, that's kind of random, but um, I literally found, I was probably maybe seven years old, nine years old, I'm not sure, I found a journal of mine and I was writing in it and I was saying that I was... um, I was literally, as a kid, mm-hmm. beating myself up for having slept really late. I was homeschooled, so I didn't have a, like an intense structure. Mm-hmm. I remember writing in my journal, I wish I had woken up earlier today, but I was really tired. And there have been different times where like, uh, like I've wanted to come to prayer here, 6 a.m. prayer in the week, and I've, <coughs> been, um, I've been fearful of being tired because mm-hmm. I'll think, okay, I've had this issue my whole life. I've thought my whole life I've been tired and I've, I don't know why, like I've tried different things and I've just, and I've had, I've all, it's always been like that, but that's a lie. That's to keep me back. And I know it's something small, but honestly, I mean, if I'm not coming to prayer or if I'm not doing the will of God, if I'm not working, that's one lie that can actually change a lot. It can change your whole 
your whole life to be limited in production and different things. But I've literally thought that. I thought, well, I remember that journal that I found. And it's just yeah. always been like that. It'll always be a struggle. Yeah. And that's where there, there are these lies that the enemy brings to us. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, like just some other examples, like, well, this is just who I am. You know, I'm, I, you know, I'm, you know me, I'm, I'm just clumsy, you know, always falling all over the place. Or you, you know me, I'm just abrasive. That's just my personality. Oh, you know me, like I'm, I'm just, you know, like you can insert anything in, in that, you know. Well, honestly, who am I? I? I have been crucified with Christ. I no longer live, but Christ yeah. lives in me. The life I now live, I live in faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. So now in this life, I should, I, what, what I'm doing is I'm actively uh, putting those things to death, putting yeah. to death the deeds of the flesh, and I'm pressing on so that I can be more like Christ, you know, and and I don't, not, not in a way of being like, well, I'm not like Christ yet, so now I just need to beat myself up. No, like, what I'm doing is I need to look ahead, you know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, I, this, this is something that I told Pastor uh, before, because, like, one, one of my, one of the things that I've had to, de- that I had de- dealt with is just, like, really getting frustrated with um, where I am. Like, when I know yeah. I need to be at a certain level, and I still find, ha- have found myself, like, making the same mistakes over and over again or or like or just getting discouraged or or different things I'm like I shouldn't be discouraged I shouldn't be dealing with these things cuz I need to be a good Christian you know yeah. and I, and I would like start beating myself up but but like you know but then I can look at pastor and I can see how you know and he's still you know he he's still growing and maturing in different ways too but he's light years ahead of me and like and so I was like looking at him and I'm like you know he he's got 20 20 years on me, you know, like uh, 20 years of experience, 20 years of just uh, seeking the Lord, hungering uh, after the Lord and studying the word and, and being under the anointing. And, and like, it just kind of hit me once, like, wh- where am I going to be in 20 years? You know, mm-hmm. whenever I'm his age, as long as I continue to give myself to this. And all of a sudden that, that looking forward, yeah. you know, just being able to look forward and see, hey, you know, that's available to me. Like yeah. I, I can be, be at that. I, I shouldn't beat myself up for not being at the level that pastor's at now, yeah. you know, you know, because, because, uh, God's always going to be growing and developing me. Um, but, but the question is like, where was I five years ago, man, I've got, I've gone a long way in the last five yeah. years, you know, where am I going to be a year? For, like even in the last year, you know, like it's, it's crazy seeing how, how far I've come in the last year. A lot of times, you know, we might look at just where we're at and we're like, well, there's so far to go, but look ahead, you know, like, you know, there, how, where where are we going to be in five years if we continue to give ourselves to this? If we continue to to look ahead, you know, forget the past, strive ahead, you know, look ahead yeah. to what to what God has has ahead of you, so that you can lay a hold of it. Because if I'm always just like, well, this is just where I'm at, this is how it's always been, you know, and this is how it's always going to be. This is just who I am. No, it doesn't have to be. Yeah, you know, but. So basically what we're talking about is basically developing your vision so that you can see I'm growing, I'm developing and not get discouraged with the situation or anything like that or or just assume uh, it's always going to be this way because it's how it's been. Yeah. No, like that's not God's plan for me. If God's plan for me is is that the path of the righteous like the morning sun and it just gets brighter and brighter, it's going to get brighter and brighter as long as I continue on the path. Yeah. If I just sit down on the path and just and just get and wallow and get discouraged, like, oh, man, I don't really see much fruit out of this path, then it's not going to get brighter and brighter because I'm not following the path. I'm just, I'm just getting stagnant. 
Yeah. And that's where a lot of the church is. They're not they're not walking the path, and then they're wondering why why things aren't getting yeah. brighter and brighter. You know, <laughs> they're just but but really they're just they're just doing their own thing and 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 waiting for it to just start get maybe one day it'll just get brighter. No, you got to walk down the path. Yeah. You need to keep moving forward. You need to keep pressing on and and keep pushing pushing through. Because uh, cause in Psalm, in Psalm 23, it talks about, you know, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me, right? We're not, we're not setting camp in the valley of the shadow of death. We're not like, well, this is just discouraging. I'm just going to wait for it to pass. No, we're going through it, but we need to keep going. We need to keep pushing yeah. forward. We need to keep pressing in. And as we continue on that path, as we continue to, to push through, we're going to come out on top. It's not over. We need to keep pressing through. And you can put this in the comments. This is what the Lord has kept reminding me of is it's not over until I win. Yeah. It's not Amen. over until I'm victorious. Because yeah. thanks be to God who always leads us yeah. into triumph. So, so how it's been in the past, how it looks right now, it's not over until I'm victorious yeah. over the yeah. situation. So I'm going to keep looking ahead knowing that my victory is sure and if, I, yeah, if I'm in the valley of the shadow of death, I don't have to fear the situation because I'm going through it. Yeah. I'm going through it, and I'm going through it with him because he is with me. He'll protect me. He'll watch over me. He'll comfort me. Uh, you know, he'll beat off my enemies, what, whatever he needs to do. He's my shepherd, and I lack nothing. But even though I'm, but I'm going through it. And, and, and how do I know I'm going through it? Because I'm looking ahead to what it looks like on the other side where I'm in triumph. And one of my favorite quotes by Lester Summerall is, if you knew what God had on the other side of your problem, you wouldn't worry about it one bit. So true. You know, like if I knew the triumph that was on the other side, this is why Jesus said, don't worry about these things. You know, your heavenly father knows that you need them. You know, he's a good (laughs) father. He loves you. You know, that's the premise of Matthew chapter six. But, but if we knew what God had on the other side of our problem, we wouldn't be here beating ourselves up or worrying about it because we know Oh, uh, there's victory on the other side. There's yeah. victory, not, not just on the other side. I have victory now, you know, yeah. and I can put on that, that revelation and that understanding that no matter what it looks like, I am victorious. I am yeah. more than a conqueror through Christ. So despite like, even when Paul said we are more than conquerors, he's talking literally the verse right before that is, you know, we're being put to, to death all day long. Like they, they have all the persecutors, all these different people, like killing Christians and doing all these things. And he says, but no, in all these things, we overwhelmingly conquer. So he's like, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter <laughs> how bad it looks. I mean, I don't know about you, but I haven't had anyone threaten my life recently because I'm a Christian. The government or, or you know, religious leaders, I haven't had my home taken from me like they were having in the yeah. in Bible days. Um, but, uh, but, you know, like that's what they're dealing with. And, and Paul literally said, but in all these things, we, overwhel- we are more than conquerors. Yeah. We are more than conquerors. We don't just sometimes conquer and sometimes lose. No, we overwhelmingly conquer through Christ who's with us. We're going through. We're overcoming. Our identity is overcomer. Our identity yeah. is victorious. Our identity is, is we're, we're, it's not over till we win. Yeah. And so when we adopt that, man, like, and, and, and get that in our, in our mind and in our, deep in our spirit, like whatever we see and whatever we had seen, that won't put us down because we know God's my God is leading me into triumph. Yeah, yeah. it's so um, something that the Lord was just Holy Spirit's kind of reminding me of is it's so exciting 
how we've been learning mm -hmm. about righteousness and how yeah. righteousness leads to grace mm -hmm. because that was the answer for all of this. Yeah. There's so much that we've needed that we haven't always applied mm -hmm. and it's because we didn't know we were righteous yeah. and we weren't make, pulling a demand on that grace. Mm -hmm. But uh, a verse that uh, was brought up to me was 2 Corinthians 9, 8. So this is the verse, and it kind of used to perplex me. I'm like, how is this even possible? Perplex. Perplex me. What a fancy word. It was, it was, it, I was always just kind of like, like my, my, my flesh would just kind of like question it. And like I knew it was true, but my flesh was kind of loud with it. But 2 Corinthians 9, 8, um, in the King James Version, it says, And God is able to make all grace abound toward you. That you having all, having all well always having all sufficiency mm -hmm. in all things may abound to every good work. Yeah. So we learned recently what grace is. Grace yeah. is the supernatural empowerment. Yeah. So in every situation that we can ever find ourselves in, we have all grace yeah. abounding to us. Through our righteousness. Yeah. Not, so if even if our works haven't been great, haven't been the best, yeah. and for for many of us in the past, a lot of our works have not been great. <laughs> and that's that's okay because we've learned through our righteousness, we have all grace. So it it's good to to set it in our our to make a conscious quality decision that no matter what. I am going to remind myself, I will remind my soul that I'm always being led to triumph because I have all grace. Yeah. I have all supernatural empowerment. Yeah. I have everything that I need. Mm -hmm. And it's just because it hasn't manifested yet doesn't mean that this, this principle, it, it means whenever I come to any situation, I can put a demand on, I need this. Yeah. So if I wake up and I'm, exhausted in the natural or something I can say no I have all grace so I make a demand right now on that grace because I'm righteous yeah. and that's the key and that's why it's so exciting because it hasn't worked before mm -hmm. it's because I wasn't doing it through righteousness yeah. so now through righteousness I know I have access to this I can yeah. make a demand on yeah. everything that I need yeah, yeah, and and if you haven't had a chance to listen to like the teachings on righteousness, like the revelation of righteousness, we have the playlist here on the YouTube channel, and we want to encourage you to go back and watch all of it. It's, it's all good. <laughs> it is all good. It's all necessary, and it's all like kind yeah. of rewiring the way mm -hmm. our thoughts have been, yeah. sort of. Yeah, honestly, like I'd never heard it that way, and it's important. And that, and and you know, in the passage, like two verses later, is when he says, "Now he who supplies seed to the sower." and bread for food will supply and multiply your seed for sowing and increase the harvest of your righteousness. And Kevin put it in the comments, you know, going back to Psalm 23, he leads us in paths of righteousness mm. for his namesake, you know, for his namesake. So, so I, I want you to, to recognize this, you know, with the things that we've gone through and the things that we're going through or the, just the path that we walk on, God's reputation is on the line, you know? Yeah. And, and, so God wants you to triumph. He wants yeah. you to overcome because, because when we overcome, it brings him glory. Like yeah. God finds joy and glory whenever we're victorious, whenever yeah. we find healing. You read, you yeah. read, through, the, read through the book of Acts, read through, through the gospels. Whenever, whenever healings took place, people glorified <laughs> God. You know, people worshiped God and God likes to receive glory. Yeah. You know, he likes, he, he likes it when people worship him. 
You know, and that's one of the reasons why he has a desire to pour out his goodness yeah. uh, on us. Yeah. But you look conversely for, you know, um, like I was reading in, um, I, I forget where I was reading, but, uh, but basically when God's people were not walking in righteousness, when, when they were not walking in the revelation, God said, uh, because of this, my name is blasphemed all day long. You know, yeah. God, like we, we are Christians. We, we, we uh, adopt the identity of Christ on ourselves. When most people in the world will never read a Bible, but they'll look at the, the life of a Christian and that's how they're going to ju- judge is yeah. God good or not, you yeah. know? And so, and so I'm not saying that to be like condemning or to be guilt or anything like that. What I'm saying is, man, if God's reputation is on the line, how much does he want you to overcome and succeed? Yeah. You know, like when, when, when people see you in, vic- in victory, victorious, man, God's name is glorified. That's what he wants. So he wants more than you want victory. God wants you to walk in victory. So we can, we yeah. can take that revelation mm-hmm. and, and be like, well, if God wants me to walk in that victory, in, in that victory, so much, you know, if he wants me to walk in that victory, then I'm going to walk in the victory. Yeah. I'm, all I need to do is say, God, whatever you want me to do to be victorious, I'm going to do that. Yeah. You know, because, well, again, Second uh, Corinthians 2.14 says, thanks be to God who always leads us into triumph in Christ. Yeah. So there's no triumph apart from Christ. So it's not just, well, now I need to try harder to no. be victorious. No, no, it's only in Christ. And that's the revelation of righteousness. Yeah. It's not me trying harder that's going to make me victorious. It's me just being in him. Like when I'm in him, when I'm in fellowship with him, he'll tell me what to do and it'll work. (laughs) Like That's really it. What does his word tell me to do? Well, I'm going to do that and it'll work (laughs) because, because he's always leading me in triumph in Christ. And so what, what a beautiful like thing it is to, to recognize that, that, that as I give myself to him as even we are more than conquerors, through him, you yeah. know, it's, it's all in Christ. Anytime, almost any time you see a scripture on victory and overcoming, it's always attached to being in him, you know? And so, and, and so like, if God is not defeated, if God can't be defeated, then I can't be defeated. Yeah. You know, if, if God can't be defeated and I'm in him, I can't be defeated. Yeah. If I'm in him. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah. He, the Holy Spirit was literally showing me that along that line this morning. I don't remember the exact words, but I was just like, I was just confessing the word over myself because my flesh was just like really, has, has been like really loud the past few days. Like and there was no reason, like there was one day where Barrett was like, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm actually fine. Like, I, like there's nothing really wrong. My flesh has just been really loud. So I was confessing the word over myself and submitting my flesh. And I started, uh, the Lord started to bring up triumph triumph in Christ and yeah. how he's already won so I in him I win yeah and it was funny because the Lord was like showing you the same thing of in yeah. him I win in yeah. him I can't fail yeah and put that I, in the comments yeah in him I win in him I win yeah um and in him I can't fail yeah. it's but I love also that you brought up the heart of the father so mm-hmm. You were talking about how he wants us to win. Mm-hmm. He wants us to enjoy life. He yeah. wants us to be in triumph. And uh, something that's been brought up almost every day this week in the broadcast, at least just to me, is we have to stop making our flesh the standard of what God is like. Yeah. He is the opposite <coughs> of what our flesh is like. The yeah. opposite. Our mm-hmm. flesh 
is corrupt. He yeah. is nothing like our flesh. Yeah. And we are... We have all been learning how much we've needed mm -hmm. to put down the flesh. Yeah. And that sounds, so it, even though it sounds familiar, it sounds nothing like him. Mm -hmm. And I was reminded of, um, it made my flesh really laugh. It made me, very amused me. But have you ever like, have you ever been in a situation where like you're in a grocery store and there's a kid crying or something and they're just being really bad? And they're doing something, they're just being like so disobedient and you're like, man, they need to get beat. Like they're being really <laughs> bad right now. And then, <clears throat> and then like they fall or something, like something like that happens or like they're being really bad and then something bad happens to them, like just slightly, like not serious. And the flesh is like, good. <laughs> yes, you deserve that. Like, yes. And finally, like... And as you're talking about the nature mm -hmm. of God, that was brought up to me of that is the opposite of how mm -hmm. God is. Yeah. And I think I felt at times like, okay, if I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit or like with what's the price mm -hmm. when three, uh, $30,000 came up to me mm -hmm. and, then I met, and then I lost. Yep. Um, I think we have this mindset because our flesh is like this of, okay, I didn't obey and then things didn't go well, that God's like, good. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that is the opposite of what yeah. he's like. So even when yeah. we've messed it up, he still wants to turn the situation around and yeah. lead us in triumph. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, even what the enemy intends for evil, God will turn it around for good. Yeah. That's what Joseph said to his brothers. You know, what you intended for, for my evil, God turned it around. You know, and yeah. God's able to turn any situation around, no matter what it looks like, no matter if it seems over. You know, the the... the um, the story that came to my mind, and I was trying to find it, there's a lot in the Gospels, but is, you know, with Lazarus, right? Like when, when Lazarus was in the tomb, everyone was like, it's over, it's done. You know, like there's, there's no victory in this. He's been in the grave for three days. You know, like they were looking at, they were basically looking at his death as final, you know? And, and this was one of those things that really uh, honestly irritated Jesus, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. like, the Bible says multiple times that he groaned deeply in his spirit. Like, yeah. why, why, why? Because everyone basically, one, admitted defeat, and two, because of the circumstance, they began to question uh, whether or not he actually was loving and, yeah. and whether or not he actually loved Lazarus. And so, and so like, you know, uh, you see Mary and Martha saying the exact same thing, which means they've been talking about Jesus, you know, throughout this whole thing. Jesus... If you'd only been there, our brother would not have died. And, and you know, Jesus is saying, you know, did I not tell you, you know, that you'll see the, the resurrection, that you'll see, you know, like basically they lost the hope. They lost all faith and hope that this situation is going to turn around. Basically, they just admitted, now we're defeated. And that, and that bugged Jesus. And that's actually why he wept. He didn't weep because, oh, no, Lazarus is dead. I'm, I, I feel so bad. No. No, because yeah. he knew Lazarus was going to raise up in like 30 yeah. seconds. So that's not why he wept. Yeah. He wept because everyone is saying, Gee, I thought he loved Lazarus. I thought, I thought he loved people, but it, <clears throat> apparently, you know, we don't know now. You know, and like how many times have we been in a situation where something doesn't seem favorable or doesn't look favorable and we're like, I, I thought Jesus loved me. Like I, I, thought, yeah. I thought God was going to work this out. But it seems like he didn't. So should I even keep following him? You know, like, yeah. like you don't have to put it in the comments. But have you ever been in a position 
where you're like, I've been believing, but it doesn't seem like anything's happening. So should I keep believing? Like, is there any point to this, or is this just a waste of time? You know? Yeah. And and, and we've got and and internally, basically, what's happening is the devil is trying to get us to drop our faith. Yeah. He's trying to get us to think that nothing, it's not going to work out. This is just going to be how it's always going to be. You know, that symptom or that 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 uh, sickness that you've been dealing with, that's just the way it's going to be. Or that that behavior in your child, that's going to be the way it's always going to be. Or that, um, you know, that that fi- this financial position is just, you've been it that way for so long, that's just going to be the way it's always going to be. And that's that's all demonic. Yeah. And, and, and it's really what we need to do is we need to, again, turn our eyes back on Jesus, right? Because he's the pioneer and perfecter of my faith, not me. You yeah. know, I'm not the one who needs to, oh, I just need to muster up some more faith or something like that. No, I need to just turn my eyes on him, get in him. And, and when Jesus showed up, you know, did Lazarus stay dead? Absolutely not. Literally, Jesus came into the picture. He said, uh, move the stone away. So he gave them instruction because it's in him that we are led to triumph. He gave them instruction. And when they followed the instruction, uh, he, he called Lazarus out. Lazarus came out. And now, now there, there's life, you know, yeah. life is happening again. Everyone's happy. Everyone's excited except the devil, you know, because he's not happy about it. And now, now the devil's trying to kill Lazarus and Jesus, you know, yeah. it's just messed up. But, um, but, uh, but, but you recognize that it doesn't matter how bad it looks, yeah. you know, I mean, like in Jewish custom, if it was at least like three days, you know, three days, there was still a chance. Of resurrection, but on that fourth day, there's no chance. And, and according to their custom, Lazarus was in the ground for for four days, and they pretty much gave up, you know. But oh, look, it doesn't matter how how basically final it looks, you know. Um, Lazarus, like Jesus, came, turned that situation completely around. Yeah. Did was Jesus defeated when he was hanging on the cross? No, no. but did he look defeated? Like, yeah. did that look like the end? Absolutely. Yeah. Everyone yeah. thought it was over. Like, like even though Jesus <laughs> said multiple times, you know, like, no, I'm going to come back in three days. You destroy this temple, it'll be raised up in three days. But everyone's scattering. Peter's going back to his, jo- his day job, yeah. you know, like, like they're basically going, their eyes were, were on their past. Well, I'm just going to go fishing. I'm just going to do things how I always did. They literally, if, if Jesus didn't come back to them, <laughs> They probably they're like they would have gone right back to their normal way of living, yeah. and really done nothing. Yeah, you know, like like that's crazy to think about. But Jesus turned death on its head. You know, yeah. he turned death on its head, and now all of a sudden they're walking in a in a whole new level of victory. You know, now they're leading the church. Now, like it, it's a beautiful a beautiful thing, but it looked like defeat. It looked like there's no way out of this. But Jesus can turn what a situation that it looks like there's no hope. It looks like there's no yeah. way out. It looks like there's no there's there's no way through. Uh, he makes a way where there is no way. Yeah. You know, he calls things that are not as though they were, and he can take that situation and completely turn it on his head. All we have to do just trust him. Yeah. You know, Amen. just get in him. Trust him. He'll he'll enable us and give us the faith that we need to overcome. It's yeah. all in him that we'll be able to, yeah. to have it all. And so when we come to him, man, we can't lose because he can't lose. Yeah, and it's done. It's yeah. already done. He yeah. didn't lose. So yeah. there's literally in him, there's literally no way mm-hmm. for me to lose. Yeah. You read Philippians 
or something in three, right? Yeah. Not one. Right. Uh, Philippians 1, 6. And um, just going back to what we were talking about with the flesh, um, just if you would, put in the comments. And the reason why we're asking you to put in the comments is because when you're doing that, you're confessing. You're, you're meditating on this. And put in the comments, God is nothing like my flesh. And it's so important to yeah. identify that. Yeah. But along with what you were just saying is Philippians 1, 6. For I am confident of this very thing, that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Jesus Christ. Yeah. And what I wanted to point out in this is our flesh has a, a corrupt nature that mm. we know wants to sin. But we also know that our corrupt our flesh has a corrupt nature of wanting to be in work, wanting mm -hmm. to be in legalism. Yeah. So as, you're, as we're all growing in our righteousness and learning all of this, yeah. we have <coughs> to put down the temptation to try to triumph ourselves. This whole, all of this is yeah. in Christ. And the key in this moment, just what I feel like the Holy Spirit is highlighting is, for I am confident of this very thing, that he yeah. who began a good work, he, yeah. if we try to do this ourselves, we will fail. Mm -hmm. We can't do it. That's why God sent Jesus. Mm -hmm. yeah. If he didn't need to send Jesus, he wouldn't have. We, he sent Jesus because we needed triumph in Christ. Yeah. And that in Christ is a is the most important part of that sentence, of yeah. that verse. It's in him yeah. that we live and move and have our being. It's in him that we triumph. Yeah. It's not in our works. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm speaking to myself right now when I say this. I'm speaking to my, to reminding myself, it's not me. Yeah. It's not me who needs to do all of this. Yeah. And it's... It's just a good reminder because that's mm -hmm. like I'm I'm growing I'm I'm learning how to put that down put my flesh down and yeah. uh, I I believe that that reminder isn't just for me though yeah and, and the pastor that just came to me is Second Corinthians ten thirteen you know or First Corinthians ten thirteen uh, it says no temptation has overcome you but such is common to man so basically whatever you're going through uh, it's not uncommon. A lot of times the devil tries to convince us that we're the only one <laughs> who's going through this, you know, yeah. and, and, and I will say this, yeah. you know, there are some things that you're going through that I've never gone through. Yeah. Um, true. you know, there are some things that I've gone through that you haven't gone through, you know, true. Uh, like we've all gone through different things, but in all of those things, we, we, we recognize, you know, the, uh, in, in Hebrews, it says for, we don't have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses. Yeah. You know, Jesus because he was tempted in all ways, yet without sin. So Jesus knows what you're going through. Yeah. You know, uh, at the same time, there are other people who know what you're going through. You know, yeah. like it might not be me, it <laughs> might, might not be you, but but in all of those things, the devil has nothing new. He has no temptation that's new. He can't create anything new because yeah. he's not a creator. Um, and so. So, you know, the things that you might be dealing with or going through, never let the devil actually, ne never let the devil convince you that you're alone, that it's just you. Because yeah. really, that's how, this is how the devil works. He tries to isolate us from everyone else, you know, like, well, I'm going through this and I'm yeah. just going to have to deal with it on my own. Well, he, if, if, we, if we believe that we have to deal with it on our own, we've allowed the devil to isolate us 
Um, and yeah. now, he, now we're in free and open position for him to devour us. It's so true. We're mm-hmm. not alone. And, yeah. and because we're it's so cool, I, I mentioned it earlier, but because we're unified, yeah. um, there's a supply in, in us for each other too. Yeah. The Holy Spirit speaks through each other. It's, yeah. it's not like this traditional mindset of mm-hmm. uh, God only speaks through a priest. God only speaks through one person. Mm-hmm. No, he's in all of us. He speaks yeah. in all of us. Yeah. And like one thing I, I think is so cool is how many times today he's brought up this verse. Like um, Ashley Barnhart, I don't know. I think she's watching. Mm-hmm. Um, but early, I was listening to a message from her from, I don't think it was even today. I think it was the other day. And she quoted uh, the, he's lead, always leading us in triumph verse. She quoted it, and what's funny is, like, literally, I'm not even playing right now. Like, it's, I put it as my background today, mm-hmm. like, just to remind myself today. So the verse is being brought up to me, yeah. and then listen to Ashley quoting mm-hmm. the verse, and Ashley, like, I think days ago had a supply, and that encouraged me yeah. to see yeah. the Holy Spirit's, and, and she was just talking to herself. Like, she was asking for um, something, some, us to agree with her in faith over something on the women's line. And it, it was so awesome. It blessed me because she's saying, okay, guys, I need your agreement in prayer for this. And she said multiple times, basically, but I know that he's leading me in triumph. Yeah. I know yeah. that he is. Yeah. I have a need but I know he's leading me in mm-hmm. triumph. Yeah. And literally that verse, he's been talking to me, he was showing me today. Like, And it just shows we have a supply for each other. Yeah. We don't need to isolate ourselves yeah. because we're unified. Now, mm-hmm. maybe if we were in a place where we didn't belong or whatever, that would be different. But if God has called you to be watching this broadcast today, yeah. this message is for you. And that's also where... To be completely frank, we have to humble ourselves. Yeah. We have to put down our flesh that says, this is a really good message for someone else. Yeah. yeah. That's not true. This is for me. Mm-hmm. This is for you. This is for every single one of us watching today because it's not just my words or your words. This is very clearly the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you know, just going back to this passage, no temptation has overcome you, but such is common to man. You know, like... Uh, Basically, what, what we've been saying this whole time is that uh, it, it's not too much for you. You know, like, as long, like, whatever you're going through, it's not too much. Whatever you've gone through, it's not too much for you to be able to handle. But it says, but God is faithful, you know. Yeah. So it's not just, oh, well, I, I just need to, to handle it on my own. No, it, like we said, it, it might be too much for you. But it's not too much for you and God. Yeah. Right? So Amen. I just contradicted what I just said. <laughs> but like, uh, you know, when I said it's not too much for you, it's not too much for you and God. Yeah. You know, it might feel like it's too much for you, but it's not too much for you and God. Yeah. And, and God's Amen. way also is for you, God, in, in his body, in, in the body of Christ. You know, like we need to surround ourselves with people. A lot, of, a lot of times the devil tries to get us to be like, well, it's been a hard week, so so you probably should just skip church and just take that time to rest. You know, like, no, that's that's the enemy trying yeah. to get you from actually receiving the the strength and the grace and the empowerment to overcome, yeah. you know? Because, like, I remember uh, Serena and I were, were talking with someone, and they were like, yeah, things have been, uh, like, 
like I think we were talking to them about church and they're like, yeah, I haven't gone in a while, man. Things were just going, have been crazy and it's just been like nonstop. So I haven't been able to go. And Serena asked a very good question. She was like, do you think that the things have gotten really crazy because you haven't been going to church? And, and all of a sudden like a light bulb popped on, you know, they're like, oh, that, that makes sense. Because what's the purpose of church? It's for the building up of the saints to equip them and to empower them, to give them the grace so that they can go out and, and, and be victorious over yeah. everything that they do. I mean, the whole premise of, of our church, Boomerang Church, right, is, it, you know, the, and this is what the Lord showed pastor, is like, it's like, it's like a boomerang. Like, we are, we are the boomerang being put into to the, like, to the hand. So when we come to church, we, we come in and we are empowered to go out and to be victorious, to go and do what God's mm-hmm. called us to do. And then we come back in next week into to be yeah. empowered to go out again and, and be victorious. Yeah. You know, so so there's no temptation that's overcoming you that's not common to mankind, but God is faithful. It's his faithfulness, it's his grace, it's his power yeah. that'll lead us to that triumph. But God is faithful. He won't let you be tempted beyond what you are able. Yeah. But when the temptation comes, it's a, it says right here, uh, he will provide a way of escape. What yeah. does that mean? He will give you everything, every provision, everything you need to come out on top. Everything yeah. you need to, to not get defeated by the temptation or de- by the, the situation, but he will provide everything you need to come out on top. Because then he says this, so that you will be able to endure it. O- other uh, translations actually say, so that you can stand, so that you can stand over it, you know, mm-hmm. so that you can be victorious over it. So that's what God wants us to do. So we shouldn't look at the past and be like, well, last time I tried this, it didn't work out. You know, yeah. we shouldn't look at the present. Well, it doesn't look like it's working out yeah. right now. No, <laughs> look ahead. Yeah. Keep moving forward. Keep <laughs> pressing in. You're going through. You're yeah. coming out on top. So don't, don't focus on what was behind you. Look forward to what lies ahead. I mean, even the testimonies behind you are nothing compared to what God's getting ready to do. That's you know? true. That's like, good. Like, like when, when God was speaking to... to um, to the Israelites, you know, and he was saying, hey, you remember yeah. what happened in Egypt when I parted the sea and when I was dismantling the chariots? Remember all those things? Forget all that. Yeah. I'm doing something new, yeah. you know? Like, <laughs> like so even, even the triumphs that you've experienced, they're nothing compared to what God, the triumphs yeah. that God has ahead Amen. of you because the path of the righteous is getting brighter and brighter. Now, now that, might mean, that might mean that we're going to face some things that are bigger than things we've faced before. But that means the testimonies are going to be bigger than any testimonies we've had before. You know, that's not speaking, oh, big, scary things are coming your way. It's speaking, no, big and and mighty triumphs are coming your way. You know, we're going higher. We're going to see testimonies. Like, we're we're going to be receiving testimonies like we've never received before. This is our year of multiplied increase. Last year was our, our year of increase, but this is our year of multiplied increase. What does that look like? Brighter and brighter, just better and better. Amen. Well, it this year doesn't seem like it's been better than last year. Whoop-de-doo. It's going <laughs> to get better. You know, like Amen. that's the word of God. That means triumph <laughs> is coming. That means the next half of this year, if you haven't seen much at the in the beginning of the year, man, put your faith in that word. And yeah. what you're going to see in the, the, the latter end of this year is going to be phenomenal. It's going to be exponentially greater than what you've seen at the beginning of this year. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it's just a, a multiplied from last year. I'm, I'm thinking like the year, as the year progresses, it just multiplies. Yeah. You know, Amen. so what we've seen, the testimonies we've seen this year, it's just going to multiply even greater by the end of Amen. the year because it just keeps getting better and better and brighter and brighter. Amen. One thing that came up to me that is 
that is important for us to make sure we are, do, are, are operating in. It's just a way of God, not to be in legalism, but it's a way of God is humility. <coughs> Yeah. So, like, in that example that I gave of Ashley's message encouraging me, if I'm not in humility and yeah. I think, well, I don't know, this is, this is maybe that's just for, for Ashley, or I don't know, maybe, maybe at, if I'm not esteeming Ashley, esteeming the Holy Spirit in Ashley, and I'm ignoring that, I'm literally ignoring the Holy Spirit speaking, like, giving me provision, like, speaking to me, giving to me. Like the um, verse, uh, Proverbs 3.34 says, God resists the proud but gives grace, grace. to the humble. Mm. We need grace. Yeah. We've learned we need grace. How do we get yeah. that? Humility. Yeah. And yeah. As, as a body, as Boomerang, or even this, if you're a part of another church, this applies to whoever you are watching. But if, you're, if you are... If we, me, are in pride, we're resisting grace. We're not receiving yeah. grace. And yeah. I don't mean this in a condemning way. I don't mean this in a way of looking to the past. But if we haven't seen the grace that we've wanted to see, it might be because we need to humble ourselves to a different place. Yeah. Humble ourselves to each other. Like, like just... It, it, it's not, I mean, to pastors, to God, to the word. Yeah. We need to humble ourselves to the word. And yeah. like, I'm telling you, my flesh, I have read verses. And not long ago, I have read verses. And my flesh has been like, I don't like that. My flesh has been like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. I don't like that. I don't want to do that. I don't even want to read that. And that's obviously my flesh is corrupt. Our, we know by the word that our flesh is corrupt. But I need to humble myself in those moments to the word. Yeah. And right now, like, I need to act like real example. I need to humble myself to what you're saying right now. If you guys are putting something in the comments and yeah. you're like, if, you're, if the Lord's giving you revelation right now, which he should be, that should be happening. I need to humble myself to yeah. you because the word says humble yourselves one to another. Yeah. Like, not just to the Word, not yeah. just to God, one to another. I think Miss Marilyn actually talked about that when she uh, preached for impact, was humbling, humbling ourselves to each other yeah. because Holy Spirit's in you. Yeah. Holy Spirit's in all of us. Yeah. And we're cutting off that increase, mm -hmm. that, that supply of grace, if we don't humble ourselves to each other. Yeah, and, and like, there have been times in the past when I'm like, I don't want to reach out. I don't want to, um, like, I don't want to do the things that I know I want to do. I just want to kind of sulk and just marinate in my pity and sorrow. Yeah, yeah. And uh, there's no grace in that. <laughs> no. There's no. no help in that. There's no hope in that. It's just like, but, like, my flesh is like, no, no, this is right. I, I, I should do that. And my flesh is dumb. You know? Yeah. Like, like, I, like I, I, I've shared this before in the broadcast, how I've, battled with depression in the past and like and you know if I, I will say this if we don't deal with it quickly it, you know like especially with things like depression or with just the thoughts right take every thought captive and make them obey Christ like uh if we don't deal with those quickly it we can really easily kind of enter into this like kind of cave right where like 
um, where, where we just have yielded to it, where we just kind of yield to the demonic attack that it is. Yeah. And now it's just like, I kind of want to, like, it, it can almost feel like an addicting thing to the flesh to just kind of marinate yeah. there in your solo, yeah. solo, in your pity, you know, and in yeah. your depression. It, it can become an addicting thing. But, but, but I, I've had to come to recognize immediately, like, if I find myself getting into that place, I need to deal with it now. I need to deal with it yeah. quick. And, uh, and all the grace is there. And, and sometimes me dealing with it is reaching out to pastors, is reaching out to, uh, to, to someone saying, hey, I'm recognizing that this is happening. I'm recognizing that the temptation to, to yield to this is there. Uh, pray for me. I need help, you know. Or sometimes I need to just yield to the word and put on a, a garment of praise, yeah. you know, and, and get up and start dancing, even though everything in me wants to lay down and, and just lay there, <laughs> you know, yeah. like, like, no, I need to put, put on a spirit of, of praise, put on that garment of praise in, in place of a spirit of heaviness, you know, whatever the word tells me to do. And like, I don't know what you've gone through. I don't know what you're going through. I don't know, uh, you know, but you're going through. Yeah. And, and and it's it's a matter of like you said if I want to encounter the grace of God the supernatural grace of God that will empower me to overcome this I need to humble myself yeah. and be willing to say I need help yeah. you know and and uh I I need directions right yeah. like I need I need uh I need instruction I need I just need prayer you know I need yeah. you know like and it's not that and, and hear this because I can, I can reach out in a wrong way, in a not graceful way. I can yeah. reach out just so that people can know how hard it is. Yeah. You know, like, like I, can, I can put something on the prayer line and intentionally put on a beat-up, like, voice and be like, guys, I just want to, I'm going to put my mic up closer because, hey, guys, I'm just going through something right now. And I don't know if, like, I just don't know what to do. Like, I can put that on so that other people can see how, how hard it is for me. Or, you know, like what you were saying that Ashley did. I know I'm coming through. Yeah. I just want you guys to be believing with me. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that, that, you know, like I'm not saying that you should feel bad if you've ever done that. Or, no. or if your flesh is like really trying to beat you up yeah. and you're just like, hey, and you're just reaching reach out. out. But don't, don't, I, what I'm saying is if you're intentionally, you know, trying to make people feel bad for you, because they're, they're, I, I will say, and I, I've seen this and I've done this, where the only reason I've reached out is, is because I want attention and I want people to recognize how much... There, there's a ditch on both sides, right? I can, I can find problems, you know, and, and, and basically complain all the time so, because I, I feel like if I'm not going through something, people won't love me. But then there's also the other ditch where it's just like, I'm never going to tell anyone anything and deal with it myself. But I can find yeah. the happy medium of grace, where I'm, if I'm going through something, I'm going to, to reach out and I'm going to tap into the grace and the supply that people have, that, that God's given people uh, or that God's given my pastors. I'm going to tap into that supply and tap into that grace and say, hey, I need someone to be agreeing with me that I'm yeah. coming, out of, coming out on top. That, that this, whatever the situation is, whatever I'm dealing with, I'm going to be an overwhelmingly, con I'm going to conquer in this. Yeah. And, and you might not feel in that moment like you're going to conquer, but speak it out. Just say it. You know, one of the things you can just do is reach out to someone and say, hey, agree with me that I'm coming out on top. Whether yeah. I feel it or not, I'm going to, I, I, I'm bringing this up to you. 
because I know that I'm victorious. And, uh, and so I, I, I hope I did a good job clarifying those two, those two, uh, those two um, ditches. But mm-hmm. find that, 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 that ground where, it's, where, you are ta- where, where you are humbling yourself and tapping into the grace of God that says, you know, that, that leads you into that victory, that triumph. Yeah. You mentioned, like, uh, being on top. It reminded me, um, it reminded me of the verse Deuteronomy, what is it? Deuteronomy 28, 13. And this is what he's called us to, but it comes through grace. It says, and the Lord will make you the head and not the tail, and you will only be above and not underneath. If you listen to the commandments of the Lord your God, which I am commanding you today, to follow them carefully. One of those being humility. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He'll yep. make you the head and not the tail. Yeah. Above only and not beneath. That's yeah. what he wants for us. He's not like the, my mean flesh who sees the kid falls and yeah. is like, good. Yeah. No, he wants us to be that. He wants yeah. us to overwhelmingly conquer yeah. only. Even when we've missed it, even when we've been prideful, even when we have let our flesh determine that we just want attention, yeah. that we just, you know, and that's not, that's not everybody, and that's not in every situation. Yeah. I'm not saying if you need help that you just want attention. That's not at all what you said. Yeah. But, the, but, but there have been times where I didn't even realize I was doing it. I had no idea until pastors pointed it out, and I was like, what are you, what are you talking about? And, and also the Holy Spirit brought it out was I was, uh, I was subconsciously, but it was happening, looking for problems to yeah. have attention. Yeah. Because I was, I was, something was not right. Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and just to give some, like, uh, for, like for the people, and I don't, I don't mean to cut you off, no, but, no, like, but for the people, if, if I'm on the, if I, even think maybe potentially I'm on the ditch of doing this for attention. Like, cause, cause pe- some people would be like, well, I'm not going to say anything cause I don't want it to seem that way. No. The, well, the solution is to reach out, but be intentional with your words. No, like I'm not going to say, well, today's just been a horrible day. No, I'm going to say, Hey, there's been opportunities today, but I'm overcoming. Like it's just yeah. changing your wording to a vic- from, from a victim wording to a victor wording, yeah. right? Yeah. So like that'll completely change it. So, <laughs> If I'm approaching it from a place of victory, that that's humility. Yeah. You know, if I'm approaching it from a place of victory, that's not seeking attention. Yeah. That's bringing the glory to God. You know, yeah. I'm not I'm not focusing the attention on myself and all the things I'm going through. I'm putting the the attention on God Amen. and His victor and His victory. Why do I keep saying victory? Victory. Because uh, like I'm, victorious. I'm mixing victorious and victory. victory. Yeah. But but like on on the other ditch where I I don't want to reach out and I you know like. And I just need to buck up and, and deal with it myself, which is something that's very prevalent among men, thinking that they, that their manliness would is is by not reaching out and just dealing with it themselves. That's that's ungodly and and prideful, yeah. you know. And there's no grace in that, <laughs> like yeah. we just said. Um, there's no grace in that. Uh, anyway, uh, like the the solution to that is also. To tap it by tapping into the graces, humbling yourself, yeah. admitting, "Hey, I, I need someone to agree with me." Like the solution is the same. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to approach it from a victorious place. I'm going to approach it from a victorious place, but I, I still need to tap into God's grace 
by humbling myself by reaching out. You know, yeah. reaching out. Hey, I, I want someone to, to come into agreement with me. You know, because yeah. the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tap into that grace that's been made available to me and, and reach out. And, and, and that's where the grace is, you know, mm -hmm. uh, that will empower us to be victorious. Mm -hmm. One way on the other, on that one ditch, speaking only to specific people, mm -hmm. one way that I've been <laughs> able to recognize uh, that's probably an indicator of it's the flesh. It's, it's, or, or you're just not in the right mindset, you're, whatever it is. Um, is, <laughs> I don't know if anyone else has ever experienced this, but like reaching out for help and um, someone is like so much in victory and like you're like, they were too, too. <laughs> you're like, like, you're like, I'm asking for agreement. And then they're like, we agree. I agree with you. And it's like, <laughs> like that's, yeah. That's an indicator that probably probably your heart's not right on it. <laughs> but that's um that's just it's something I've that's yeah. just the flesh. That's just yeah. something I've noticed with myself and yeah. that's totally just the corrupt flesh, which is not what God is like and not who we're called to be. Well and sometimes our flesh just wants pity. Yeah, well that's right? what I'm saying. Yeah. Like when someone right. is it when you bring a problem and someone brings a solution and agreement of faith and you don't like that, it's because yeah, the like, flesh wants pity. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you're like, I, I just want you to feel bad for me. It's such a big problem. Why yeah. are you just saying, yes, I agree, yeah. like in faith? Why, or why are you in faith if it's such a big problem? Yeah, and, uh, and, and here's the thing, and it goes back to what we were just saying before. Who's the source? You know, like... Who are, who are we diverting the attention to? Who, who is our mind focused on right now? Is it focused on me and what I'm going through, or is it focused on him yeah. and his ability to get me out? You know? Yeah. Like, my, my issue uh, in the past had been um, where I would, uh, I would focus on, like, well, this is what it looks like. This is, but it hasn't happened yet. I've prayed. I've tried to do it this way. I've tried to, I've tried to you know, put on joy. I've tried to do all these different things. And, uh, and, like, I've talked to Pastor about it. Like, I tried to do all these things, and it didn't work. You know, I tried to do the things that I know to do, and it, and it didn't work. And, and he's like, who are, right now, like, who are you focusing on? I'm like, me. <laughs> been focusing on me. You know, and I'm not focusing on him and his ability to turn things around. I've been yeah. focusing on me and my inability to turn things around. Well, yeah. I've tried, and it hasn't worked yet because yeah. I haven't tapped into the grace. Because it's in you, not yeah. in him. Yeah, I've been trying to do it in me, but yeah. I need to do it in him. And when I do it in him, it'll work out. Abby just made me laugh. Side note, she put, um, it's so funny, the way she, she'll put a red flag. It stands for red flag, obviously. She put red flag when victory is annoying. <laughs> yeah, that's a red flag. Um, three... And then Hannah said, red flag, he's a 10, but he thinks victory is annoying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Serena quoted, why are you in faith? It's such a big problem. She's laughing. Yeah. Honestly, Serena, like, I love to, sur I, at times it seems to me, and we're talking about Buddy's wife, so you can tell me, like, if, what you think about this too, but I, I feel like with Serena, sometimes things are, are very simple. And when someone's like, someone like, if someone reaches out or something and they're like, hey, you know, I have this going on and, and their flesh is, is trying to receive pity, maybe, potentially. 
and then they end at the and then they put at it. Um, but I'm asking for your agreement. Serena's the type of person where often she'll be like, "I agree with I agree with you, standing with you in faith," mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's it. Like yeah. she's not like, "Oh, I'm so sorry, that's so bad." And talking about the times when it's the flesh, people wanting to give in the flesh, not when it's time to mourn with those who mourn and weep with those who weep. Talking about in the wrong way. And I love how just simple she is. Like, she's just, yeah. like, agreeing with you in faith. Like, amen. It's simple. It's done. Yeah. And that's how we need to be. Yeah. It, and, um, and we need to be able to receive that, though. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's a matter of, you know, being able to receive that. Yeah. Like you were just saying. Yeah. Billy commented that Lucia said, it's Auntie Candy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, she, my niece, uh, hasn't been able to distinguish very well me and my sister Candy. She yeah. gets us mixed up. I, well, she knows the difference, but she gets our names mixed up. That's fine. Um, Barrett said, hi, Auntie Candy is doing a great job today. Oh, that's so um, Thanks, Barrett. Hannah said, the flesh for sure wants pity. Um, Hannah said, the gospel is simple. Yeah. Um, it's it's true. It, if in, in those moments where I'm, I'm sure you've recognized that I've done it, is is made something complicated. Like Hannah yeah. said, the gospel is simple. Yeah. Well, John ten ten, uh, T. L. Osborne calls it the gospel in one verse. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, but Jesus said, "I have come that you might have life, have it more abundantly." Or in the Amplified, it says, "Have and enjoy life to the yeah. full." Till it overflows. So, basically, the question is: Am I in joy? Uh, am I? Am or am I? Is is my situation stealing my joy? Is it killing my hope? Is it destroying? You know, does it steal from those around me? Does it kill those around me? Is it destroying? If it's any of those three things, then uh, it's simple. It's not complicated. Um, it's not God. It's, yeah. it's the enemy. And if God said, if Jesus said, I have come that they might have and enjoy life to the full till it overflows. If I'm not in that position yet, what I need to do is I need to come to him. You know, Jesus said, if, is it in uh, Matthew chapter 10, verse 28 through 30, he says, uh, come to me, all who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. So if I'm weary and heavy laden, all I have to do is enter into that grace. And that's where I find rest. That's where I find peace. That's where I find hope. And then he says this. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me. So he's saying, like, I'm going to tell you, give you some instruction. I'm going to help you overcome this situation. But what you got to do is you have to learn from me, hear from me, and then do what I'm telling you to do. And because he says, for I'm gentle and humble at heart. So he's not going to beat you up for going through something. He's not not going to be like, what's wrong with you? You need to get over this, you know? No, he's gentle and humble at heart. And he says... Uh, when you come to me, you'll find rest for your souls. That's your mind, your will, your emotions. If your emotions have been all over the place, in him, you can find rest in that. And then he says, for my yoke is easy. My burden is light. Yeah. That's what Jesus has for yeah. us. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. And I'm going to teach you. And in, in me, in, in the context of all of this, in me, you'll be victorious. I'll always lead you in triumph. Yeah. And so... Like, it's even like the storm, right? When they were doing it themselves, they were trying, trying, trying. They were freaking out. They're like, we're going to die. It's useless. It's over. Peter was confident. The fisherman who's been in boats all, all his life now comes to Jesus and says, Jesus, do you not care that we're dying? You know, he, 
he knew that, that his life was over. He, he knew, knew, logically, his life was over. That was his reality in that moment. Jesus, do you not care that we're dying? And Jesus woke up, went out, rebuked the storm. You know, he's like, where's your faith? Storm, shush. You know, like he's literally told the storm to shut up. It was like a harsh shut up, like in, in the language. And, yeah. um, and it shut up. So when Peter finally came to Jesus as a last resort, it worked out. If he would have come to Jesus in the first place, it would have worked out a lot sooner and a lot quicker. You know, that, that's the premise of come to me. If things are crazy and wild, and or they had been in the past, or even in the present, it, it might seem like there's no hope out of it. Just come to him. Come to your shepherd. He's a good shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I'm not going to fear any evil because he is with me. And in him, he'll lead me into triumph. In him, I overwhelmingly conquer. And that's the premise of this whole thing, is that when I, when I do things his way and when I come to him, doesn't matter what they looked like in the past, doesn't matter how horrible it looks like right now, I'm going through yeah. and I'm coming out on top. If yeah. I knew what God had on the other side of my problem, I wouldn't worry about it because I know that what's on the other side is victory and, it, yeah. and it's not over until I win. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not over until you win. Put that in the comments one more time. It's not over until I win. And yeah. so if... if you're in something right now and it doesn't look victorious. It's not done yet. Yeah. Just keep looking forward to what God has ahead of you. Keep pressing on to the upward call, which means it's, I'm going up. You know, that's yeah. the upward call that God has for me. I'm going up. I'm going to keep pressing in. I'm going to keep moving forward. I'm not going to stop and just stay where I'm at and be like, well, I'm just going to wait for God to do something. No, I'm going to keep pressing forward. I'm yeah. going to keep pressing in. And I know that as I keep pressing in, there's hope that I'm going to be victorious. You know, he is my living hope. He is, he is my enduring hope. Uh, you know, he, 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 and that hope will keep me stable no matter what I'm going through because I know he's taking me out on top. So we, we want to pray for you real quick and just believe with you and agree with you in a real hopeful and encouraging way. You know, in a, a victorious way, uh, we want to agree with you that whatever things might have seemed, that's not your reality. Uh, uh, I, I remember Bill Johnson saying it this way, uh, anxiety is yielding to an inferior reality. Whenever I'm worried about something, what I'm doing is I'm yielding to something that's actually a lesser reality than the reality of who I am and what God has provided for me. Yeah. So we're going to agree with you that the reality of heaven, that heaven, that the kingdom of God will come in your situation. The will of God, which is victory. Ah, I did it again. The will of God, which is victory and healing and strength and prosperity. I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, to give you a future and hope. Will of God be done in their lives. We're going to yeah. be believing for that to happen. Amen. And so I want you to agree with us yeah. as we pray and as we come into agreement with you that you're going through and you're coming out on top. Amen? Yeah. Thank you, Lord, yeah. that what's been Thank is you. not what will be. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, that you are the God of the turnaround. You are the God of the breakthrough. Yeah. You Thank have you. already won. You received triumph 
and you've given it to us. And we declare today that we don't lose anymore. We don't go back anymore. We don't go back to what's been. But Lord, today we humble ourselves to your word. Your word says that you're leading us in triumph. So we humble ourselves to you, knowing that you already have the breakthrough. There is nothing that we will see that you have not already covered in triumph. Every step of the path, every day grows brighter and brighter. Every day is only triumph because we're in you. Today, Lord, we step in you. We step in our righteousness. We step in our rights. We have rights to triumph. And today we take hold of them. We receive them. We enforce our rights of triumph. We submit to you, humble ourselves, knowing that the enemy has to flee. He has no choice, and our flesh has no choice but to shut up. We are in triumph today, winning, because you're on our side, and it's already done. And we thank you for it, Lord. Thank you for this word. Thank you for waking us up today. Thank you for putting a word in our mouths. Thank you, Lord, for the supply that's in every one of us. And thank you, Lord, that today we're going up. Today we're receiving things through grace that we've never received before. We've never seen before. But they're manifesting today as we apply faith, knowing that it's in the finished work of Christ and it's already done. Amen. Amen. I left it open in case you wanted to add something. I appreciate it. Because if I said in Jesus' name, amen, everyone would be like, hey, we're done. So yeah. I was like leaving it open for you right there. Oh, thank you. And I <laughs> shut it down. No, I didn't yeah. shut it down. I just, I amened it, which means amen. so be it. Amen. And if you, if you added your faith to that prayer, put in the comments, amen. Connect yourself yeah. with this broadcast today. Yeah, because amen means so be it. So be it. Yeah. It's happening. That's really what I mean. I mean. <laughs> What's with words today? <laughs> That's what amen means. It's happening. It's happening. Yeah. You put, it's happening. It's, it's in happening. The you put that in the comments. What's happening? My victory. Yeah. Your victory is happening today. <laughs> amen. You know, amen. Amen. It's happening. <laughs> so, guys, if this encouraged you, share it. Like it. Because um, right now we have five likes. Um, five. Like it. Um, Ten? Oh, ten. it just hasn't oh, refreshed. No That's good. No, that didn't refresh it. <laughs> just I just wiped took it, it away. away. It's gone. Um, but uh, no, like uh, like the broadcast. Spread the word. Share the broadcast. Um, do, do that. Um, because Amen. people need to hear this word. People, people, There's a lot of people in this world, uh, even believers, you know, who, who, who have lost hope. And, and if there's anything that the church needs today, it's hope. Hope. That God is, and not just like a, you know, the, the nice, pretty sign of faith, hope, and love. Like, well, or the, what is live, laugh, love. Oh, but okay. faith, hope, and love is biblical. But hope is a joyful, yeah. confident expectation. It's not just a, well, I hope it works out. That's not hope. Yeah. Joy, confident expectation. I have a hope that it's working yeah. out. You know, uh, I, I know that God's working things out on, for me. Because God's word is true. My feelings can lie. You yeah. Know? Like if God said that I'm that He's leading me in triumph, then as long as I'm in Him, forget my feelings. Yeah. Amen. They can lie to me. My yeah. feelings can lie to me, but my, my God, He can't lie. Yeah. Like, and I know we're wrapping up, but like I was thinking about it the other day. We had we had people use uh, 
uh, bringing in questions for here. We have a, a youth group here at the church, and kids are bringing in questions about, like, dinosaurs and, like, different things. Like, how is that? Where is that in the Bible? Like, why is that true? Or why, you know, and I've, I've talked to different people before, and they're like, well, I don't know if, if I don't know what to believe because of all these facts. And literally, it should be to the point of let every man be a liar and God be true. Yeah. Let, like, I don't, I don't care what someone on this earth says. I don't care if I see, if, if a, like, I'm not even going to try to explain dinosaurs. I don't have all the answers for that. If I physically, with my eyes, am staring at a live dinosaur right now, and it, it doesn't say this in the Bible by any means. But let's just say to, to go to the extreme extent, if the Bible said dinosaurs never existed, and I'm looking at a dinosaur, I'm not, I should not doubt God. I should doubt what I see with my natural eyes more than I doubt what God says. Yeah. That's the point that we have to be at. Of I don't care what I see, what I feel, because... There's deception in the world. There's deception in my flesh. Yeah. Literally, people can hear things that aren't even real, that yeah. aren't even true. And it doesn't matter if I see it with my physical eyes. It could just be an animatronic TV. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like the one on What's the Price Today? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it really, that, that's the extent of, it doesn't, you know, when people try to throw things like, well, what about this? Well, what about this? Yeah. I don't care. It doesn't matter. This is true. Yeah. It, 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 if it contradicts this, it's not true. Yeah. It's true. And like, we don't have to get into it. But yeah, no, it's true. That's absolutely so with, true. Really with our triumph, though. That it, yeah. My triumph is sure. It's sure. It's yeah. sure than what I'm going through, what yeah. I see. Yeah. Like, you can see it with your physical eyes. Like yeah. pain. Pain is something you physically, it, it, it has a physical manifestation. It is, yeah. it, it can. It yeah. can feel very real. Yeah. But if the word says I'm healed, I'm healed. You know, you want to simplify that all in one Bible verse? We walk by faith, not by sight. Yeah. You know, I, I walk by what he, this says, not by what I see. Yeah. And a lot of people don't understand that, but yeah. you're going to. You give yourself to it, you'll begin to see, oh, faith works more than, than feeling every yeah. time. You know, faith in God and, and the grace of God, it will do more than a hundred days of worrying. You know, a hundred years of worrying, you know, will we'll, we'll not do anything. But, but one moment of just receiving one promise by faith will change everything. Yeah. And, and, and so, you know, God's true. Amen. Trust him. Amen. He don't, he don't lie. Amen. Amen. Well, guys, thank you for joining us today. I hope this encouraged you. Encourage I hope it blessed me. you. Um, and when I say I hope, I, I don't mean hope it You have a confident I have a confident, expectation. joyful expectation. I hope it blessed you. Yeah. Um, and amen. Well, guys, uh, thank you for joining us. We want to let you know that we sow this broadcast in um, and we wanted to give you an opportunity to, to sow as the Lord's leading you. Because remember, it's, you know, humility uh, is where grace comes from. So yeah. if the Lord's leading you to sow, just humble yourself and, and seek him and just be genuine, honestly. Don't yeah. be like, oh, they're, they're doing this again. Okay. Well, the Lord hasn't told me to do anything. Just ask him. Yeah. Lord, is there something that you want me to sow today into this particular broadcast? And if he tells you something, sow it. If he doesn't tell you anything, uh, don't sow. But mm -hmm. uh, don't just gloss over this portion because we do it every day. Uh, we preach the word every day, and we hope you don't, we don't want you to gloss over that. Um, yeah. You know, th this is a moment where you can 
partner yourself with what God's doing, especially with this word, to tap into that grace. So if the Lord is leading you to, to sow something, be, be genuine. Take a moment right now and say, Lord, is there actually something you, I want to purpose in my heart? Is there something you want me to sow into this broadcast? If he gives you an instruction, if he tells you to do something, just do what he says. Um, and, and we want to pray over every CD. You can go to giveww.org. You can give once, give recurring. We got Cash App, Venmo. Uh, we got PayPal. You can text to give. You can also give cryptocurrency and NFTs. That's all on at giveww.org. But we want to give you that opportunity uh, to sow. Uh, yeah. So you want to pray? Amen. Yeah. Thank you, Lord, that your word is true. And your word says, give and it will be yeah. given unto you. Pressed down, shaken together, and running over. So today, we are led by your spirit in yeah. love to give what you are leading. Whatever that is, by your leading, not by compulsion, not by condemnation. But we are led in triumph from you, Lord. So we let you lead us, even yeah. in our finances, even in today, in the sowing, in the giving today, Lord. We sow in love and in leading from the Holy Spirit. And we believe that you are manifesting your goodness today on earth as it in, is in heaven, even in our finances. So, Lord, we thank you yeah. for that provision. We thank you for that harvest that's coming today. Yeah. Today is a day of increase. Today is my day of increase. Yeah. This year is my year of increase and we know that your word is true. So thank you, Lord, for even giving us the ability to sow today. You give seed to the sower. So those who sow today, Lord, we just bless it, and we expect confidently hope, a confident, joyful expectation of the harvest that you desire, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. That was very, I don't even, did you even hear that amen oh, that you just did right now? Right, it was very high pitched. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. <laughs> just moving on. <laughs> We're just moving on. Thank you for joining us today. Uh, we hope, a confident, joyful expectation, we hope that you received today. We know that you did. So thank you for being on today and receiving that word. We're going to pass it off to Barrett right now. And she's going to give us some fun, exciting announcements. We love you. Did you receive Victory today? It was a great broadcast. We love you. Thanks for being on. Make sure that you share the broadcast. Send it to someone you know. Put it on your Facebook page. Do whatever you need to do to get the word out because today's word was on time. It was good. And speaking of good, we want to make you aware we are having a family Sunday. And we want you to come be a part of it. July 24th, we are going to be having a child dedication, water baptisms during our actual service that Sunday. But then after church, we are having a great big family cookout. We're going to be grilling hot dogs. We're going to have a whole bunch of different stuff. The Jolly Jalopy ice cream truck will be here. We want you to come, bring a dish, bring a dessert, whatever trips your trigger. Come comfy clothes that Sunday morning. It's going to be great, but we just want to encourage you to come be a part of Family Sunday. So much fun, July 24th. And as a reminder, we are not going to have our live broadcast next week. We're taking a week off, but then we will be back the following week, July 25th. We will be back live. So tomorrow, make sure that you're on with us because we're going to take a vacation. So be with us tomorrow before we head out on break and mark your calendars for July 25th when we come back. So we'll see you tomorrow morning at 1130.
I'm a star, yeah. 